Hello, nerds. Curtis here from the Nerds in Love podcast. Before our episode starts, I want to mention our sponsor today, Adam and Eve. They are the internet's best place for sexy toys and lingerie. Is that ever in dispute? Now, here's the thing. You know, we don't want you going to a creepy store. You go to the creepy store, you got to go in there. People are looking at you like, why is this guy in here? Why is this girl in here? It's kind of awkward, right? Don't get that with Adam and Eve. They ship the item right to your door. Uh, here's the other thing, too. It's super cheap because when you go to Adam and Eve and you get your sex swing or your lingerie or whatever you may want, here's the thing. After you spend $59, you get free shipping. After you spend $17, you get a free gift. That's pretty awesome. And then here's the thing. That first item you put in your cart, when you enter the doors to check out, you get 25% off that. That's incredible. That's awesome value. And it gets you things that you're going to use in your sexy times with whoever your significant other or fling of the week is. So remember, guys, go to adamandeve.com today. Check them out. Buy something cool. And get sexy. She won't get married because she's never been in love. Andy's really hot. And don't get me wrong. You're cute, too. But Andy is like cut from Marvel. He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body, and I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. For a lot of people, love isn't just a slogan. And if he hits you again, you tell me. I'd be forced to knock his teeth out. I don't think that would be such a good idea. He's big. I'm sorry. It's written into my character to do it, so I do it. What do you mean love? You mean a big lightning bolt to the heart where you can't eat and you can't work and you just run off and get married and make babies wait 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 don't leave don't leave please i could use your help take this quarter go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face good day to you madam have you been single for far too long are you out of touch with the dating game regardless of your plight we're here to help Put your hands together for the crew of the Nerds in Love podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nerds in Love podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD, who you can find at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful day here in Vancouver, What's your temperature? Convert it from Celsius to Fahrenheit, please. That's that's a tough one. What? That's a tough one. I I. I Or you can just do Celsius, and I could stop being a jerk and just convert it myself. (laughs) Let's see. I can. I I feel like I can convert it. Uh... I just don't math very well. So. Fifty degrees Fahrenheit right now. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's not too hot, not too cold. Right in the middle. It was actually that temperature this morning here. It was oh, like okay. 56. So our temperature was not that different from yours. Nope. Nope. Huh. Pretty, pretty close. Uh, nice. Yeah. That's uh, ideal. It is. I uh, I was, you know, it's not short weather. Like, you still got to wear pants, but, you know. It's still pretty okay, nice. to me, like, 50 is like I'm wearing my heavy coat. <laughs> like, yeah. shorts. Like we stopped wearing so I so in case any listeners don't know I'm in I'm in Tampa in Florida, so we wear shorts until it's like seventy degrees and then we're like maybe we should wear pants. 
I'm always like, I always have that debate, like, should I wear pants or should I, or kind of get away with wearing shorts? And almost always I'll try to wear shorts just because I like that the freedom of shorts. But mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes it's like legs are getting blue. I'm like, I should have probably worn pants today. Yeah, when your legs turn blue, that's probably an indicator. <laughs> I'm joking. It doesn't get that cold here in Vancouver. There's been times it's like snow on the ground. It's still mild enough that I have shorts on. So I think the coldest I ever experienced there, it was like 25 degrees Fahrenheit. And that must be like kind of as cold as it gets because you're on the coast, right? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't get too cold. Um, it's a beautiful city, though. If anybody hasn't been to Vancouver, you should go. You should, yeah. I'll, I'll give you advice on where to go. Um, yeah, or if you want uh, Friday the Thirteenth memes, I've been I've been posting some lately on Reddit, and they've been very popular. So, oh, yeah, I gotta go check out your Reddit. What's your Reddit? Uh, let's see here. I'll bring it up here. I'm Stephanie Sarkis, PhD on Reddit. Oh, you can still submit questions to my AMA. Okay, and they? Because I'm still answering them. Okay. Everybody. It's uh, Fatal Koala. Oh, so you use that. Okay, so I was going to mention that, but I don't know if that was like your one that you usually use. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now how'd you get the name Fatal Koala? Um, Because I went to Australia and I was like, that koala looks really cute. Can I pet it? And they go, no, he's a fatal koala. (laughs) And uh, I was like, wait, so are all koalas fatal? They go, yeah, but this one particularly. So I don't know. I always, like It became an in-joke with my friends because we were on a group trip. And so um, like my friends would be like, oh, is that koala fatal? Then I'd be like, yes, this one particularly. He's a fatal koala. <laughs> so it became a bit of an in-joke. How, like, do you have to have like a like an actual like attempt at violence to be a fatal koala oh my god i just googled fatal koalas don't do that <gasps> oh that's horrible they're, they're it's nasty. like oh my god this person got i guess in a koala attacked their neck oh that's so oh that's so horrible oh they're nasty creatures eight adorable animals are surprisingly violent <laughs> yeah <laughs> How about those 12 terrifying facts about koalas, a miserable and hateful animal? <laughs> I want to do a podcast on top 10 animals I hate and koalas and Canadian geese would be on that list for sure. Oh, they're aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there was once a flock of Canadian geese outside my front door and I could not get in because they would hiss and attack me every time I tried to go in through the front door. So wow. eventually it got to the point where I, I got a foghorn, came back and blew the foghorn and scared him away. Because that's the only thing that'll work to get rid of them is a foghorn. I think they're in Jacksonville, too, because I thought they were just a northern bird. But they're in Jacksonville. The same thing. They'll they'll like stand in the middle of the street and they'll stop cars and they'll just yeah. hang out like they're like, what you going to do about it? Oh, yeah. They're the, the biggest assholes in the animal kingdom. <laughs> just the biggest assholes. So that could be the, the next podcast. The biggest asshole in the animal kingdom. Episode <laughs> Top five. One, yeah. Episode one is on Canadian geese. There's a really, <laughs> back when Vine was a thing, there was a guy that would go around and he would be like, oh, this is how you get rid of uh, of uh, the indigenous Canadian 
geese population and then it would he would just blow a foghorn and say fuck off at the same time so it was just him going up to a flock of geese and be like fuck off and then blaring the horn it's pretty funny but like for no reason like he would just go up to like if were they actually bothering him so they're not bothering you just leave him alone yeah no they they live if they're blocking your door and you can't get out that's one thing oh yeah that's when you call pest if you just go out to random ones just because you're you you're a hater that's not nice yeah I can't believe I'm defending the Canadian geese, but I am. <laughs> I wouldn't defend them, though. They're they're despicable creatures. So. I'm a, I'm a bird. I like birds, but yeah. <laughs> Randomly blowing your air horn at them. I don't know. That that actually does work though, because that's the only sound that registers to them as being annoying. So when you blare it, they just go, "Oh, this is too annoying. I'm leaving." It'd be kind of interesting. Honked back. Yeah. Then it would be like a really loud, like Rah! sound, but. I say if they're not blocking your way anywhere, just like leave them be. Yeah, but but this is but you know they they thing. were they're trapping you inside your house, so yeah, there's really nothing else I can do at that point. Yeah. Uh, but this is not the uh, the advice show for animals, although maybe one but, day it will be. <laughs> but in case you're trapped inside your house due to Canadian geese. Just honk, now you know. Honk your air horn or call pest control. That's probably the safer bet is to call pest control. Really, They'll they do... cover geese in in Vancouver. Yeah, I think so. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Because technically they're kind of a pest. Yeah. But uh, this this podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment uh, or wildlife advice. Yeah, or wildlife advice. Don't listen to us for wildlife advice, please. Um, what may work for me may not work for you. So don't try to honk, <laughs> honk an air horn at a, at a flock of geese. They may just go, you know what? We really hate this person. And then just attack you full, like full force. Right. So. And, and don't touch koalas unless they are non-fatal koalas and yep. make sure that someone tells you it's okay. And that they supervise the koala touching. Yeah. Or Better yet. Just don't touch them. Yeah. Just, you know, stick with an animal that, you know, won't like kill you like a cat or a dog. Like know. kittens, yeah. yeah, they're nice. Mm -hmm. uh, what also is nice is the fact that Darren sent in an email. Uh, Darren says, "Nerds, this past weekend my wife was out of town for a bachelorette party, and on Friday I took some coworkers to a hockey game. Since we have season tickets, I thought it would be nice to treat them to a game since my wife wouldn't be able to go. So Friday it was myself, coworker one, twenty-five female, and coworker two, twenty-nine male, who were able to go." We all planned to take the train to the game, but at 4 p.m., coworker two hadn't seen the text on meeting there, so he passed on the train and met us at the game. So it was just me and coworker one on the train, so or to the game before we met coworker two and got food and drinks across from the stadium before the game. Before the game, I noticed my wife had texted me, "Have fun at the game," to which I didn't reply as we were running late before eating and rushing over to get to the game around the second period i took a I look at my phone and she sent another text shortly after uh her first one that said hello question mark at which point i texted her, texted her back saying i was at the game and i was and it was a really good game fast forward to the end of the night and my co-workers wanted to hang out more since we all were having a fun night so we went to get a couple of beers and at around 12 a.m we called it a night, and we all headed home. This is a long email, by the way. I'm just taking my breath. <laughs> this is not even like 10% of the email. Since we took the train, it was only 
coworker one and I on the train. So since it was an hour long train ride back to where we were talking about our relationships, she is engaged, work, sports, etc. Towards the end of the train ride, we were talking about how hungry we were. So I made a comment about how I was going to go home and eat an ice cream sandwich. In my mind, it was funny and random. So we say our goodbyes and drive home 20 minutes away. When I get home, I really do get an ice cream sandwich. So I thought it was a funny continuation of the joke. So I took a picture uh, and sent it to coworker one with the caption, yes. And that was all. It was 1.20 a.m. We were both getting home from the game. So I knew I wasn't waking her up or anything with the text. Go to Sunday and my wife gets home from her trip. We decided to watch some shows together at which point she asked, what I was looking at on my phone. I told her I was looking at some red wing boots, which I had found out had a sale. Wanting her opinion, I handed her my phone, at which point she quickly then switched to looking at my messages. At this point, all hell breaks loose and she sees the text to coworker one and accuses me of going around behind her back and sending inappropriate messages to girls while she's away. We get into a huge argument and I quiz i don't is that even a word um I, yeah i don't even know if that's in a word i don't know quiz and i quiz oh wait what <laughs> here i'll highlight the word i don't know what that is that even a word acquiesce acquiesce is that a acquiesce word? means to like kind of give in it kind of has the flavor of giving in like you acquiesce like like oh i really want a cookie i really want a cookie fine have the cookie you're acquiescing okay okay there, uh, i was like i thought you might be saying accused so i was like oh now i learned oh. something new uh that yes i see how from her perspective it can look inappropriate and, and i apologize to her this sense this morning she sends me a text saying how she thought about it more and how to her it feels like this was more of a date with my coworker because we were drinking and rode a train back together to our cars alone and she was upset i would take her to where we had our first date and how the whole situation is inappropriate. I'm feeling extremely confused, especially after the text this morning. I recognize that the one in the morning text could be seen as inappropriate, but at the same time, I feel there was context for the text and our other coworker was with us the entire night, so it wasn't like it was just us two drinking alone together. Uh, she also just texted me saying that I need to find somewhere else to stay while she finds us counseling. I don't know what to do. It feels like this is getting blown way out of proportion and starting to spiral out of control. Darren. Oh, Darren, boy, so just Darren. to summarize. What? Oh, boy, Darren. But what was what was interesting about this is it is long, but all of this is relevant yeah, to, like, Dar to Darren's situation. No, so no, there's, there's no fat here like it's all no this is like this is it yeah. yeah so darren so just in summary you're saying that your wife kicked you out because you went to a hockey game with your coworkers and texted about an ice cream sandwich at one in the morning yeah this is what i'm getting from this that your that your wife wants counseling because again uh you went to a hockey game with your coworkers and texted about an ice cream sandwich at one in the morning that doesn't make any sense so yeah. i'm wondering it if you guys have had issues before, yeah. I also find it interesting she went to a bachelorette party. And my first thought was, did something happen at the bachelorette party? Or maybe she saw her married friends act inappropriate at the bachelorette party. And so that kind of cued her into this could happen. Um, I don't. I, we don't know if either one of you had had issues with fidelity in the past. Um, you know, maybe talking with coworker one about your relationships that, I don't know, it depends. You could just be like, oh yeah, hey, 
you know, how's your boyfriend or how's your girlfriend? I mean, that to me is not an issue because you're coworkers, you know each other. If you're talking about how you're unhappy in relationships, that's another thing. Uh, but it sounds like also what's what's the the thing with your wife picked up your phone and went past the thing on your screen and went into your went into your text. I would never do that. Michael's phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, my, you know, first my texts are boring. <laughs> so, so, but you know, Why I mean, are you I podcasting Stephanie. It's like I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Mine are like, can you get milk on the way home from the store? Like that's as exciting as it gets. So, yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, that's a privacy thing. Uh, is that a common thing that you guys do? You look at each other's phones because maybe that's something you do. It just sounded like maybe she was looking for something, and was she looking for something because she had thought in her mind that something was going on, or was she looking in your phone because this is just a regular thing you do? I mean, I got the assumption that she was doing it because she she was suspicious about something now mm-hmm. also the 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 text so she texts you have fun at the game and people get busy you can't always text back but if she texted back right away saying hello she may have already been on the idea that you were doing something whether that's valid or not so uh and also it sounds like she's upset that you guys had something together like at this at the stadium at the hockey game and then you're taking some coworkers, and she's upset about that. I mean, but the bottom line is she saw a picture from that. You sent at one in the morning about ice cream sandwiches. And it sounds like if you guys don't go to couples therapy together that you might want to go on because it sounds like there was some placating going on. Cause so you got in an argument and you acquiesced that you could see from her perspective, I could look inappropriate and you apologize to her. And, I, and I'm not totally sure what you're apologizing about. Uh, because she looked at your messages and I don't know what transpired in the fight you had, but the fact that you're apologizing, I'm wondering, did you do something wrong? Did you actually do something wrong? Um, I would say go to your own counseling. Cause this sounds like it's not a healthy relationship. Um, Cause ice cream sandwiches generally don't lend themselves to therapy. So yeah. Uh, maybe this is a good time for the, the two of you to get alone time. No, I don't know if you have kids, so that brings up a whole other issue. Uh, but something's not making sense. So again, I'd say if, if she doesn't schedule couples counseling for you, that you go on your own and figure out maybe why you're in this relationship, mm-hmm. why you couldn't go to a hockey game with your with your friends, and... I don't see anything that's an issue with sending a text message at one in the morning saying, Hey, here's my ice cream sandwich. So I, yeah, something, something is going on that I know it's hard to put this on an email to us, your background, but you know, yeah, like I said, if, if she doesn't contact a couple's counselor, then I would say, I think maybe you need to go in because something, something's not healthy in your relationship from what you've expressed to us. Mm hmm. Yeah, the I I feel like there's got to be more um, to this than what is sort of being presented because yeah, you're right. Like it really feels odd that there would be um, this sort of reaction when it's when it's it's something so simple. Like it's there's nothing there that i can really say oh you did something wrong so it doesn't feel like you did anything wrong um i guess 
like from my perspective, I feel like there's definitely a, a critical communication and trust issues here. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that, uh, you know, she was wanting to communicate with you and sure you get busy and I don't think there's anything wrong with what you did because you're sure you're busy or in the moment. You don't want to be texting your wife uh, throughout the game when you're supposed to be there enjoying the game with coworkers. That totally makes sense and I would you know, t- uh, completely sympathize with or I guess uh, I would say that what you did isn't wrong. Um, but the fact that, you know, yeah, uh, there seems to be some issues there and we don't have the full picture. Um, yeah, maybe there is a history with infidelity. Maybe um, she knows something about this coworker that you don't. Like, there, there's so many mm-hmm. different things that that there could be that this one instance, I can't believe is just a, a singular instance in and of itself. There has to be more to it than that. Um, so I would say that counseling would probably be a good thing for you right now. Uh, for both of you to sort of figure out what's going on. Um, you know, most people could probably work out these things between the two of them. It is kind of concerning that for something like this, that, you know, she would immediately go to counseling. That kind of raises an eyebrow for me because, you know, something that like this should be easily resolved between the two of you. I mean, you two as a married couple are going to face hardships and questions and whatnot. You have to have some level of ability to uh, assess this and deal with it yourselves. You shouldn't have to go to a counselor every time just to resolve uh, what, in my opinion, is, is a relatively simple issue. Um, so that kind of raises the question to me of, you know, do you want to keep going back to this well if this is going to be something that continues, you know, if if she thinks that you're cheating on her constantly and you have to go to a counselor every time to, you know, seek assistance for it, it might start to be kind of apparent that, you know, this relationship might not be working out for you. I mean, I don't want to be putting words into your mouth by any stretch, but you have to consider the fact that you've tried to illustrate the, you know, you've tr- you've explained the truth. Uh, you know, as far as we know, I guess. And that's the thing, like, I feel like maybe you're glossing over something. Maybe there was something that happened. I don't know. It's really hard to say, but I would say if you know for sure that you're, you did nothing wrong and this counseling doesn't help, then yeah, you might want to look into maybe moving on, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, there's so many factors at play here. Oh yeah. And and I know Darren, it's hard to bring up everything in email. Uh, but if this is exactly how you said it went down, I would definitely recommend counseling for yourself uh, because this seems out of proportion to what happened. And again, the fact that she went to a bachelorette party and you're kind of cool with that tells me that maybe things aren't completely equal mm-hmm. in your relationship. Um, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, you didn't say anything about like, I didn't like her going to a bachelorette party. And I would think going to a bachelorette party has more opportunities for inappropriate behavior than going to a hockey game. Yeah. So something's not, something's, yeah, it's something's just not making sense because you don't schedule counseling for an ice cream sandwich. Now, the other thing is, is that she is saying that you are going to be out of the house until she schedules counseling. Well, do you guys have a date for that? How long are you supposed to be out of the house is what I would wonder. Mm-hmm. So she, you need to find somewhere else to stay while she finds this counseling. Well, there needs to be some kind of time frame on that. And yeah. also, if she's, told you, if she's telling you that you need to be out of the house... Might want to consult an attorney even because uh, how, what, how long are we looking at? Mm-hmm. Like, what if you can't get to a counselor another couple weeks? I mean, I, you know, what, 
maybe maybe you should start calling couples counselors to make an appointment and tell her, hey, I found this couples counselor and mm-hmm. see what she says. It may be that she's bluffing and she doesn't want to go to counseling um, and just wants you out of the house. I don't know. Um, but, you know, maybe, yeah, you should look at a couples counselor and, and present it to her. And it'd be interesting to see what she says. If she presents an objection to it or she goes with it. It'll tell you kind of where she's at. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it, it, there's so, like, I feel like we're only getting, like, 5% of the picture here. And that's the problem. Which is hard, too, because you're emailing people you don't know. And, yeah. yeah. That being said, like, you know, for all the information that he puts in, like, I feel like this is, there's, there's really, like, he would put in more information, I feel like, if there was more you know, like if there was an incident years ago, he would probably have mentioned it. Or if the fact that, you know, he used to date this coworker or something like that, like he would have put that in there. Like for the amount of details that you put in, Darren, I mm-hmm. feel like you would have definitely included something if there was. So I want to feel like we're getting as much of a full picture as you're aware of. Um, so, yeah, it's a uh, but it's tough. Uh, I really wish you all the best uh, and hopefully this all works out. Yeah, check in with us and let us know how everything's going. Yep. All right. Do you want to read Janice's email? Sure. Janice, I feel like we have a Janice every week. There's there's, there's Janice, there's Janice, there's a few uh, that email in. And that's my mom's name, so that's kind of neat. So every time I see Janice, I'm like, aw. So, oh. yeah. So, nerds, I've been dating this guy for three months. We have been getting along so far. But I've had some pink flags. The chief among them is that he won't talk in detail about this one girl he dated, and he's estranged with much of his family. When I approached him about this, he informed me that the two are tied together. And I'm assuming this means the girl he dated and the estranged family are tied together. This girl he was with was a cousin twice removed. While legal, and from what I could tell, they wouldn't have any health impacts, I'm assuming that she's referring to them maybe having kids? This is alarming to me. He purposely kept this from me. And not only that, but obviously most of his family is in opposition to this. Thinking on our potential future, I can't imagine being with someone who has weight on, on the, has this weight on his shoulders, on their shoulders. I feel like it's time to go our separate ways. Is this appropriate about overreacting? Chance, it doesn't really matter. You've been going out for three months. And you said this is just one of the flags that you have. Uh, and this is a pretty big one. You have an issue with him going out as his cousin twice removed. So just to explain everybody what cousin twice removed is, I'm a cousin seven times removed from Jody Foster, and we have the same ancestor in the 1600s. So I'm assuming when you mean cousin twice removed, you may share the same, they may have shared the same great-great-grandparent or great-great-great-grandparent possibly. So it's it's not that close, but I guess it was enough of an issue for the family to have issues with them i i don't know is is which is more concerning to you the fact that he's estranged from his family the fact that he withheld info the fact that he was dating his cousin twice removed uh, are you questioning his judgment uh, it sounds like you're having a really hard time getting past this and again it's only been three months so love should not be this hard at three months and it sounds like you're having a really hard time accepting this uh for and it doesn't really matter why you're having a hard time accepting this you just you just are so again it's been three months uh, it sounds like this is something that you're not going to be able to get past or it's going to be really hard for you to, to work past it. Because for you to continue this relationship, you have to accept somebody's stuff. And it sounds like you're having a really hard time with that. So it sounds like this just, um, it's, it might be time to go your separate ways. It doesn't even matter if it's appropriate or overreacting, Janice. It, it's it's how you feel. And you feel like you this bothers you a lot. And that's the important part. Yeah. 
and I don't even know if necessarily it sounds like reading through the email that um, it, it sounds like it's more that the the family is the issue here. The fact that, you know, he's so opposed to his family because and I understand, right, like how, being with somebody who has a healthy relationship with their biological family is important. Um well, I shouldn't say, like, I guess not biological, you know, like adopted kids, but like... Your family of origin. Yeah, like, you, there should be... You, you want somebody who has a healthy relationship in that regard. Um, and I feel like this person is sort of giving you an indication that they, it might not be a healthy relationship in that regard. Um, and if that's the case, then, yeah, that's a pretty big flag. Um uh, yeah, I think you're right, though. Like, I, I don't think there's anything legally or, you know, biologically wrong with this situation, but uh, it is still frowned upon in some circles, and it sounds like this family did definitely frown upon it. I mean, depending on how close they are with the family, that can definitely make things awkward. Um, so, yeah, definitely, I think, in, in this situation, you have to understand that... Uh, yeah, you you have uh, enough information here to decide whether you want to stick with this person or not. Uh, but it sounds like you're... I don't think you're... Be, to get to like the core of your question, I don't think it's inappropriate for you to feel this way. And I don't think you're overreacting. Uh, if, if, if this is how you feel and this is such a, you know, a huge issue for you, then yeah, I think you have everything... Uh, all the power to you to essentially just move on and find something else that's uh, more, uh, more what you're looking for. And, and I was so tell everybody that I know that we've talked about this before. You don't even need a reason. Yeah. You could just decide this isn't for you. Yeah. So you never have to justify to yourself why you need to end something. It could just be, you just have a feeling it's just not going to work. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's enough. So, uh, and again, Janice, you say that this is, you've had some pink flags and the chief among them. Well, this is a pretty, this is a pretty big flag and you've got some other ones. So the fact that this is just one of them, also is kind of a tip off that this may not be working out for you. Yeah. Yep. And also the part about the health impacts. I mean, I'm assuming that you've, I mean, were they serious enough that they were thinking about having kids or trying to have kids? Is that part of the issue too? Cause second, I mean, cousins twice removed. I don't think that would cause much of an issue for kids, but it's interesting. You brought up the health impacts because I'm not sure where that fits in. I mean, is that part of the issue that you're thinking that they were trying to have kids and that bothers you? I, well, but anyways, it sounds the that mm -hmm. I, the way that I interpreted that was maybe that, you know, she thought there might be health impacts for that. So she looked into it, but I don't, there isn't any, I mean, there wouldn't be any issues with them doing that. But I think the, I think what she's trying to say is that like, she thought maybe there might be, so she did some research to, you know, and it's good that she did mm -hmm. that research. I mean, you know, in a case like this where maybe you don't fully understand what might be entailed with that, it's good to do as much research as possible. It sounds like they were just dating now. I don't. I just thought that was interesting, the health impacts. Because I was wondering if, if Janice, you were thinking, like, analyzing it way more than you possibly need to. Well, um, yeah. And you're just not, you're not happy. So, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just, yeah. Are you, is it appropriate or reacting? If you feel like it's not working for you, it's not working for you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You don't need a, a reason. Right. All right. Okay. Next email is from Thomas. Thomas says, 
that's the situation I'm in right now. She doesn't text me unless I do first. Any conversation we had since we met two weeks ago were initiated by me. Conversation flows well when we meet or text, by the way. I don't think I'm being awkward. What are your thoughts, Thomas? So did Thomas's email start kind of in the middle? Because it starts with, that's the situation I'm in right now. Oh, he had the subject line saying something along the lines. Oh. Of something along, it was like a really long subject line. It was something along the lines of like, oh, I'm constantly having to text this person, but they are not texting me back. Oh, or, or they won't text okay. me, text me first. They won't text, like they don't initiate texts. He has to initiate oh, okay. texts. Yeah. Well, Thomas, it could be that she likes being pursued. Uh, yeah. It could, two weeks is not that long. Um, it may, some people just aren't into starting conversations for whatever reason, but if it's not okay with you, you know, talk about it. But again, if it's, if it's been two weeks, you may not feel comfortable doing that. I wonder what would happen if, if you didn't text, would she text you? Cause it sounds like having that open communication, that back and forth initiation of communication is important to you. So again, I mean, that's a way to find out if you want to kind of do that kind of game is, you know, not text her, or you could just say, Hey, um, I, I really miss hearing from you first or something like that. Mm -hmm. The other thing too is it's a generational thing. Like you don't mention how old she is or how old you are, but like mm -hmm. a lot of times too with the younger people, like they're, they don't really text all the time. Like, you know, and, not, and this is general broad strokes. I mean, some people are obviously going to be different than others in this respect, but um, generally speaking, yeah, the, you know, people are generally not going to want to, you know, commit to talking to you uh, all the time. So be kind of prepared for that. It's not, there's nothing wrong with it, but I feel like for, for what you're looking for, you know, if you really like this person, if you really like having them in your life, it might be worth reconsidering what you expect from people to communicate uh, with you. Uh, that being said, if you really, if it's really important to you, then yeah, maybe this person's not for you if they don't communicate all the time. Uh, like Steph said, it might be worth maybe just dialing back on the communication and see what they do. Um, you know, maybe they don't text you because they know that you will. Uh, there's tons of different options. Uh, reasons for why this may be the case but ultimately i would say it's probably worth evaluating whether how you're texting right now with each other is working for you and texting is not a substitute for phone calls maybe she prefer you gave her a call mm -hmm. and also things can get misconstrued on text uh, it sounds like when you met up you things go well so maybe try giving her a call yeah yeah exactly all right. Uh, did you want to read Brad's email? Sure. Brad says, Nurse joined online dating for the first time last week, and I see a lot of girls referring to looking for... Uh, okay, let me back up because I totally messed that up, Brad. Uh, I see a lot of girls refer to looking for the one. That's in quotes. Uh, they list off a bunch of things they're looking for. Maybe there's a guy out there that matches all these things, but that seems like a stretch. I've always approached dating more from the approach that there are some things I won't stand, red flags, some areas for concern, pink flags, and some things that are plus, white flags. So now we got a white flag category, Brad. Thanks. Okay. There Sometimes there's a mixture of these and it can still work. I'm also going to need to take the time to determine where this person falls. Am I being too unrealistic? Is this going to be a waste of my time? How do you counter someone who has this extremely idealistic idea of who they want in their head? Well, Brad, there's a difference between preferences and being idealists. And the thing about before online dating, 
we didn't really advertise what our things were. So we kind of had the opportunity to be more flexible. You got to know someone and maybe your ideas of what height you wanted somebody to be would change just based on the fact you got along really well with someone. But now with online dating, everybody lists stuff. So mm -hmm. uh, it could just be that that's just what someone prefers, but people meet people all the time they get along with that don't meet their quote unquote type. Um, I know I tell people to write down a list of what everything they're looking for in someone so they can pinpoint uh, you know, what they're really interested in. And especially when you're in those early stages of relationship, you want to double check that this person's healthy for you. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean the person has to exactly fit all that stuff. Uh, it could be that the person just saying, hey, I prefer this, but, you know, I could be interested in other people too. So it just depends on how flexible you want to be with people and how much of a chance you want to give them. Uh, yeah. And again, you know, this is one of the tricky parts of online dating is we're finding out all the stuff that we didn't know before. I mean, when you went on regular dates with it before online dating, people would say, well, you know, I know you're five, six, but I'm really looking for someone that's five, four. Like you yeah. didn't do that. So I mean, that's the tricky part about online dating. So um, if you get tired of that, maybe take a break from online dating for a little bit uh, or mm -hmm. find someone that you don't feel has really kind of what you perceive as rigid ideas of what they want. Uh, yeah. But again, there's a difference between preferences and requirements. Yeah. And I guess, too, you know, if somebody comes in with this unrealistic idea of what they're looking for and a whole list of things that you know you're not going to reach, at least you sort of know that this person may not be for you. Not to say that you can't at least give it a try, because I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think there's, uh, you know... Uh, sort of the idea is that you can you know give people a shot like sometimes people list these things and then they go and meet somebody that doesn't quite check all those boxes and they they go wow oh, i don't know you know this person doesn't meet these things but they're still a pretty cool person so i you know really i think the best way to determine it is to figure out like how close to um what this person is looking for are you and how stringent are they in these things uh really i mean if they don't necessarily uh want to adhere to that fully all the time then what you can do is sort of just you know go well i guess it doesn't really matter and i've seen it before too like i've seen people be like this is what i'm looking for and then you meet them and you know that you're probably only like do complete like fulfilling maybe like 60 percent of what they're asking but things still go well and, and so i feel like the online dating too like it's also such a thing where people will try to feel like they have to sort of push themselves in that direction like they have to have an answer for what they want but realistically once you actually get into the wild you know you're gonna find that you know not always is that gonna be relevant in every case and things take different precedence over other things. It could be that someone is very, uh, puts your religious or political affiliation really high on the list, but your height isn't. So mm -hmm. it may just be, this is what they prefer, but again, it has different rankings with people. Yeah. So I would look at more like if you have common interests and yeah. you'll know by your conversation, you know, your chat back and forth, that this is something that might work out. Yeah. So yeah, exactly do feel like you know you you don't have to necessarily be totally turned off by this but yeah it's a uh, it's it's very broad strokes but you know wish you all the best and uh you know f trying to find somebody it, it's it's not always easy and yeah this is sort of just how 
uh, online dating kind of is nowadays, for better or for worse. So, cool. Um, uh, I think, did, did, you, did I read? Oh my gosh, now I've lost track. I, I think, uh, I don't know who's reading that. Do you want me, do you want me to get it? I'll do uh, it. I think it's me that reads it. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay. My day See, everybody, we're being flexible with our needs and wants. There we go. <laughs> um, all right. Next email is from Crystal. Crystal says, nerds, my date has canceled and rescheduled on me five times. I was trying to be understanding the first few times. I just told him I'd appreciate him letting me know beforehand. Fifth time, he called me asking or... Uh, called me explaining that he was tired and wanted to go to bed. I told him it wasn't fair to keep messing with my schedule. He said he thought I had plans already and that it wasn't a big deal. I texted him in the morning asking him to let me know when he was genuinely free and just small chat. He texted me back saying that he wasn't ready for a relationship as work was too busy. Did I mess up? I'm letting the what if thoughts eat me alive. Um, I don't know, Crystal. I feel like you... You've established boundaries for, you know, your own self-respect and what you're looking for. And this person, obviously, you know, when you set up those boundaries, they did not react positively to it. That being said, you should never feel like you you have to necessarily uh, work with, you know, be concerned that you set up the, those confines. I mean, you let this person know exactly how you feel and what exactly what your situation is. And they responded uh, in a way that just lets you know that it was probably wouldn't work out. Uh, you don't need to know the reasons as to why this person continuously can keep a date or, you know, uh, ultimately decided not to pursue a relationship with you that you just have to take it for what it is. And I think you just have to be able to sort of look at it and go, this is what I was looking for. This is what I want. Obviously he wasn't able to provide that to me. Let's just move on. Um, nothing wrong there, in my opinion. Okay, but so Crystal, I'm gonna be pretty direct with you. Girlfriend, do not get to five times of rescheduling with somebody. Yeah, that's-, that's... If it's one time and it's an emergency, or someone's got kids and God forbid their kid gets injured or something, or they get sick, yeah okay that's fine but you know, five times no 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 uh and also he's gaslighting you because he said that a uh, fifth time he called explained that he was tired and wanted to go to bed and you told him it wasn't fair to keep messing with this with your schedule and he said he thought that you had plans already and it wasn't a big deal that's gaslighting yeah you i'm pretty sure that he is just saying that to make you think that you said something to him you didn't say. Yeah. So that to me says that's big red flags. Mm -hmm. um, also, what the what if thoughts? I always tell people because one of the things I do is cognitive behavioral therapy, and in cognitive behavioral therapy, one of the things you do is you answer your what ifs. Yeah. So what if? What if you pushed him away? Well, I would answer that with what if he was pushing himself away? Because when you reschedule on somebody five times. You pretty much aren't invested in, in their well-being or their feelings. Yeah. So I would put that energy of your what ifs into someone that wants to spend time with you. Yeah. And move on. So it, there are other fish in the sea. This guy, just for whatever reason, he's got some issues. And again, you want to be really careful when people start saying, oh, well, I thought you said that you had plans already when you know you didn't. 
So mm -hmm. that's a tip off that there's maybe other stuff coming down the pike that you don't want. So, but never give someone five shots. No. And I, and Crystal, maybe, I mean, I'm not saying that you did something wrong. I'm just saying like, like take this as a learning moment and that if someone reschedules on you once because of an emergency, okay. But five times, never let it get to that point. Yeah. Did you mess up? No, I think you, you were overly accommodating to someone. Is that messing up? No. I think that most people are nice people and that they will not do that to you. So mm -hmm. I think when you have someone that does this to you, it's hard to believe that someone's not going to be nice, but you found out that there are some people out there that don't have your best interests in mind and gaslight you. And luckily you did not have something going with this person. So um, that's how he actually did you a favor. It sounds like by not getting a relationship with you. So um, you didn't mess up. This is just a really good learning experience for later. Yeah. Never let it get to the point where he's he's rescheduling you five times. Oh yeah, it's that's beyond, you know, you being respectful. That's you uh, not being respectful with yourself. I mean, I, if this was me, if this after the second time, I would have probably just put the person on on notice. Like, hey, I'm not gonna do this anymore unless you can actually commit to an actual date. Third time they do it, I would just have given up entirely i would have just said no you know what sorry no i'm not gonna work that's just me yeah, i'm same thing with me two times and that's it yeah the first time again you know, if it's an emergency okay because that stuff happens yeah two times the statistical odds of that person having to go to the emergency room again <laughs> probably lower yeah well and like or they I, work harder at seeing you in between but it just it seems to me like the person's excuses are already flaky like the one that he did give or that we were provided about the he just wanted to go to bed i'm sorry you're saying that you can't like you know i can think of many times where i come home and i'm tired and i have things that i'm going to do that evening and i could probably just go well you know what i'm just going to go to bed I don't want to do this. I don't want to, you know, waste my time, blah, blah, blah. I could easily make that excuse, but I don't. You know, you, you have maybe a coffee or you, you have a nap or something like that. You do something to sort of get over that. That's a, a low a low hurdle to get over. Uh, yeah, something tells me that there's, there's something else going on here. Yeah, it's... Mm. Oh, Crystal, don't, don't let someone treat you like this again. Yeah, don't. It, you're better than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Jared, you want me to read Jared? Yeah. Jared says, nerds, I'm overweight. And by overweight, I'd say I'm probably 60 pounds overweight. I'm not sure how to address this on my dating profile. Do I mention it? Show it in photos? Jared, if there's one thing that we've learned from doing this podcast is to be honest on your online profile. Because people can Google you and they will see pictures of you usually. So, and how are you going to feel? And how's the other person going to feel when, when you show up and you don't look like your photos Yeah. or you've picked a different body type than what you have and people like all kinds of body types. Yeah. Just cause you're 60 pounds overweight. There are people that like that. So, you know, just be honest. It's better to be honest than dishonest. And then, yeah, then you have to work on explaining why you were dishonest with the person. Yeah. And and also, if you have an issue with your weight, 
maybe start looking into ways that you can take care of it. I'm not saying you have to, but I'm saying it sounds like you feel uncomfortable with it from from you mentioning it. Mm-hmm. If you're comfortable with it, cool. You're comfortable with it. If you're not, start looking into some some steps you can take to to maybe lose the weight, get in better shape. So, um, but again, you know, you got to be honest because people will find out your your true body type and your weight. And that can be as easy as looking at your social media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I mean this in the nicest way possible, but if you are overweight and this is a concern for you, do address it. Um, and again, like Steph says, you don't have to. But if you're not going to, then you do have to find ways to address it on your profile and let somebody know. You're going to easily waste your time and energy going on dates with people when you don't disclose your weight to them. Uh, and again, not saying you have to. There's nothing here saying that you have to disclose your weight to somebody. That being said, if you are going to, yeah, um, it more or less kind of keep that keep that not in your pictures and not do something about it, then, you know, yeah, you, you got to just be honest Uh and that's the thing I, i'm like i feel a little conflicted here because part of me would just say like go you know go find a personal trainer go find somebody to help you with this because this is something that you should probably solve i mean regardless of you know dating or not you should resolve your issue of your weight um but that's just me personally and i mean again if you're comfortable with this and that's something you're fine with then you need to at least let this person know in your in the, in the profile there mm-hmm. but yeah and, and on your on the online dating sites, I'm assuming that there's a option for being overweight or what, how, what does it actually look like? Because I remember from a long time ago, it was like slender, athletic, yeah. average. I think there's definitely something like that where, yeah, you can sort of just say like, oh, yeah, you know, like I'm, you know, et cetera, overweight or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. you can definitely indicate your body type for sure. I say Jared own it. There's nothing to be ashamed of or embarrassed by. And again, if you want to make changes, you know, like Chris said, there's there's steps you can take to do that. And the, the perfectly reasoned, the best way to probably address this, and this is just in my opinion, and, you know, again, there's different ways you can go about doing it. First off, go find out what you would need to do to lose the weight. And then in your profile, mention that you're overweight, but also mention that you're working on it. Because a lot of times, Mm. if this is something that's going to be an issue for people, knowing that you're working to resolve it and address it is going to go a long way for them to go, yeah, you know what? Yeah, this guy is overweight, but he's working on it. It's better than just saying, I'm overweight. This is who I am, you know. Uh, And and you know what? There may be people out there who will, you know, appreciate that and take it for what it is. But I'm telling you, just, you know, if you're wanting to put your best foot forward, I would think that would probably be the better way to do it. To just say, hey, you know what? Uh, Yeah, this is something that is an issue. Uh, I'm working on it. These are the steps that I'm taking. Even say, like, hey, this is my goal. This is what how much I want to lose. You know, people will understand. And if anything, it's going to show that you have the drive to actually go and lose that weight. But I'm also trying to, I also don't want to just say, yeah, go tell people that you want to go lose 20 pounds when you're not going to go lose that 20 pounds, as an example, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you still have to be driven to do these things. So if you're not ultimately driven to do that, I wouldn't put that in your profile. But if you are willing to put in that effort, I say go for it. Just let the person know and they're going to, it's going to go a long way for them to understand where you're at 
and it's going to illustrate the best uh, possible portrait of you to somebody who's going to visit your profile. Yep. Oh. This is definitely one of the more complex emails, and it's only like two sentences. But it was the one that I was thinking about the most because I'm like, well, if he's fine with it, he can just post it on his profile. But I'm like, well, no, because I feel like he could just do that and he might not get responses. And if he's wanting responses, the best way, in my opinion, again, is to address it and come up with a plan to uh, rectify it. Right. And again, if you are okay with your weight, then there are plenty of people that are going to find your weight attractive. And Mm -hmm. people are so much more than their weight anyway. Um, and it's up to you. If you want to change it, then you can change it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, nothing to be embarrassed about. Yeah. So, cool. Well, that's it for Nerds in Love this week. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. Um, as always, you can email us at mailbag at com. You can also check us out on Twitter and Facebook, 3 Angry Nerds. You can also check out the other podcasts on our network, uh, many of which stuff you've appeared on. You're just popping up all over the network in a good way um <laughs> you were on an episode of tremble we talked about pet cemetery you're on goodbye mellow brick road um i know there's plans to get you on other podcasts if you're you know depending on availability so definitely check out the other podcasts even if you are just kind of curious hey uh what what other stuff do they make on this network there's tons of podcasts out there um, and i have my own podcast too talking brains yeah not on our website, but where's the where's the? But still fabulous. Where's the website for that though? In case people, uh, it's go to go to my website, or you can just look up on any major host. Just okay. look up uh, Talking Brains. So it's on Apple and Stitcher and Overcast, and okay. uh, but if you also go to my website and go under um, just look up podcast, it'll be on there. Okay. Because um, I know and then there's... so my website is stephaniesarkis.com. Because I know a lot of people, we've mentioned the podcast before, and then I think people just assume it's on our website and then go, oh, it's not on the website. I thought it would be here. So I just want to specify it's not on yeah, the Yeah, it actually is. You just go to, um, I think it says resources, and then it says podcasts. Because I've got podcasts and videos and all sorts of stuff on there. So Yeah, yeah. So And then my book, Gaslighting. I was yeah. just on a, a Wisconsin Public Radio this morning, and that was neat. I had people call in and... Yeah, it was really neat. I like when people are able to talk about their stories. And I really, I just want to tell everybody that's written in, I, I really admire your courage in writing in mm-hmm. with your issues. Because I know that must be really hard uh, to tell a couple of people you don't know about your personal stuff. But I really appreciate it. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. I always respect that people are so forthcoming with us. And I think part of it, too, is that, you know before we were you know a lot more jokey not like, like this was well before you came on stuff but we were used to joke around a lot more and i think now that we you know come with a bit more maturity and uh, <laughs> now that you're not as fun things start, things start getting more serious <laughs> hey i've uh listened to some of our past episodes and to say that they were a mild disaster is this put it lightly i'm surprised that people listen to us for that long uh and didn't <laughs> give up on us so um yeah no i think it goes to show like you know uh, it's kind of funny because when we first started this podcast it was kind of like why are people emailing us for dating advice we just talk about movies but you know because people that's, trust you yeah that's that's really it right so no you know, I, I i probably don't say this enough but yeah i do appreciate that the fact that people tune in or are brave enough to put these things out there uh you know uh, it can't always be easy but uh you know it, it's it's always great to see that people are willing to put themselves out there 
if mm -hmm. only just for you know to get that information that's great you know like they could probably go to you know someone else but i you know i think it goes to show that, that uh, people obviously trust us that's a great thing so thank you and everybody's email helps so many more people I yeah. think that's the neat things about it is that Brad, Crystal, Jared, everyone else that, that wrote in today, you're not just helping your own situation. You're helping a lot of people who are in the exact same thing. And they're they're seeing a different spin on things that might help them solve their issues. Yeah. And like, you know, it's interesting how like people will be like, oh, you know, like I have all these issues dating. But then, you know, we have issues of people who are married and having issues. And it's like mm -hmm. it goes to show like, you know, it, it not to say it ever gets easy. Because I don't think it necessarily does, but it's interesting. Nobody's got it made in the shade. Yep. You know, you may think, oh, it's it's hard when I'm dating, but, uh, but you know, married people got it so much easier. No, married people still have it's, issues. It's just different issues. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, in, interesting uh, nonetheless. But, yeah, um, feel free. And also let to your friends know, too. I, I don't I really don't say this often enough either. But, like, if you have friends who are like, hey, I don't know who to talk to about these kind of things, let your friends know, too um you know it can go a long way so and rate us and subscribe yes yes please i know right now we're sitting at a 4.8 out of 5 Ooh. Ag aggregate score nice yeah so um, wow you know and the people who don't give us five you know what i still respect a four and a half or a four out of five it's still hey we want you to be honest yeah. i mean we're giving you honest answers so yeah might as well get honest ratings mm-hmm so. But also, if you have an issue, like contact us first and say, "Hey, yeah, I don't like the way you said the word and or whatever the issue is." Yeah, um, and let us address it first, I guess. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, with that said, we'll see you all next time. Bye for now. Bye.